talk about the ultimate utility man. Manscaped is like the Mike Trout of ball trimmers. Do with that what you will. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping with the code corked at manscaped.com. Because of their ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology, your snacks will be reduced with the close shave. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will give your balls a boost. Um, I'm assuming that's a lot like PEDs, but for your balls, performance enhancing ball deodorant but y'all have seen me smell that before literally I smelt it and like I was a little pregnant once again um you're going to get 20% off and free shipping with the code corked at manscaped.com and make sure you check it out love the stuff love the smell they give you a shirt they give you the briefs um I just wore the briefs last night and I do not regret it um it was like sleeping in a dream I was born for this I was born for I was born for this. Welcome back to a live, well, in person. I don't know if it's live, we're pre-recorded. Episode yeah. of Corked Up. I'm Jess Kleinschmidt. And I'm Rachel Luba. We Cheers. get to make it in person, This Mama. is the second time mm -hmm. ever. This is also our second date. Yeah, it's kind of weird because I was thinking about that. Like, yeah, we're, we're together in person and I forget that we don't do this ever. It's right. We can blame COVID for that, but we're back with Corked Up, and it's in person at Studio Momentum. What are we calling it? I want to say studio. Studio. The, the facility. Facility. The facility. Yeah. The currently we can't reveal the name, so Trevor Bauer facility. The Trevor Bauer facility, and you have your logo over there, the, the Lubinati. That's still it's Luba Sports it's logo. Lubinati, but... I can't. The Lubinati people are going to love it. We have so much to talk about today. Um, well, mainly one thing, and that's uh, pine tar um, in MLB. Why don't you tell the lovely people what our wine word is today? Our wine word today is going to be sticky. So you know how it goes. Every time one of us says sticky, we're going to say it a lot today, girl. Oh, yeah, we are. Drink at home um, or wherever you're at. And I got to get drunk at a baseball game yesterday. How was that? Fantastic. I was a fan. I did have a little bit of work because Montes got messed up his cuticle, yeah. which we've all been there. Oh, like, yes, you know, every we, girl. We've all been there. And then Nick Turley was on the A's for four seconds, so I saw him, took a picture. But the rest, Mama was getting hammered and watching baseball, which is my favorite thing to do. Um, and yeah, so we also wanted to say thank you to this wine, uh, Greg Vaughn 23 Wines. It's very, very good. Mama gonna get lit today. Yeah, you are. I'm actually really gonna do it. Um, I think you're gonna have to babysit me. Yeah, here Rachel's gonna be, I will be the adult. Yes. Let's today? not push it. Let's not push it. I mean, yeah. um, you'll be the responsible, the responsible one. We're one. just going to put it out in the universe because might as well. Um, we're going to talk about pine tar. We have all kinds of stuff here. Um, this is called, what is this stuff. called? Pelican? This is Pelican grip. This is, this is some good stuff. I wonder, I'll probably get in trouble for, you know, showing off all the different brands and cool types of sticky stuff yeah. that you can have. But this is one of them. It is one of them. There are lots. Yes. Have you heard of spider? Is it spider There's tech? like spider tack. There's pelican That grip. shit is legit. I think it's what those uh, weightlifters use yeah. the, that carry those like hundreds of pound balls or yes. whatever. And uh, I mean, you can put that stuff on your hand and like lift up a brick like that. Yeah. Well, you know what it kind of, that's one of those like the strongest men in the this world is, thing. Yeah, that's what it is. And you're like, yeah. this sport is so stupid, but you're on your second hour watching it on ESPN Diocho or whatever yeah. it is. It's really good. Um, the reason why we're talking about pine tar is because MLB recently issued um, a memo to all teams uh, cracking down on doctoring of the baseballs for 
foreign substances. And, and it's a very broad statement because it's not just tacky stuff. It's yeah, snot, any sort of foreign right substance. Yeah. The funny part is, is that the last several years, um, this has been something that I know my client Bauer has brought up actually a fair amount, like on social media. Yes and tried to kind of call attention to the issue. And every year, and I have been, I mean, I worked at the MLBPA, I, you know, and so throughout this time, I have had specific conversations with people on both sides who are just, have basically said straight up, we're not gonna enforce it. Mm -hmm. We don't wanna enforce it. They, and the, the common kind of, I guess, rationale for why they wanted it was because a lot of times hitters think that it's safer for them right. if they if a pitcher is using sticky stuff then they have better control over the ball and so they're worried you know hitters are worried well if they don't use it they're not going to have as much control and i might get hit with 100 mile an hour you know yeah fastball um i think a lot of people weren't really in in tune with the actual advantage it was giving pitchers yeah however it's still a rule it's a rule that both sides have pretty much acknowledged they're not going to enforce but this year yeah and it's interesting though because i when i when i first hear about foreign substances my mind goes to like how is this actually going to help a pitcher and i talked to a couple of them earlier and they, the benefits you know the spin rate spin efficiency the grip of course is there um and, you, and i always think about you know when a pitcher's sweaty and they want to grip it it's one thing but I'm curious, I mean, they're also gonna have these compliance officers there yeah, to kind looking, of- But can we talk about how it helps the pitcher for a second? We can do that, we, yes, absolutely. So, so what, how would it so overall, if I was- It's gonna increase their spin rate. Uh -huh. And what it's gonna do, I guess to kind of put it simply is, you're gonna get the human eye, you're gonna see this ball coming at you and you've got a split second, right? To make a decision where to swing and kind of where it's coming. At the last second, because of the spin, because it can increase the RPM so much, it's going to have this rise and mm -hmm. kind of lift to it at the last second. So when you go to swing, you see it coming right here, suddenly it's going to lift right. and you miss it. And so, you know, if hitters knew, I mean, you know, if you could go from batting, you know, 250 to, you know, 300, would you? And I mean, I think most hitters would say, yeah. Absolutely. But that means you know eliminating sticky stuff mm -hmm. pitchers from using sticky stuff yeah it doesn't help every there are certain pitchers where certain types of pitches that they throw you actually wouldn't want to use it mm -hmm. but in general it can help most most pitchers yeah and and i guess how they're going to try to measure it is going to be numbers so the stat cast numbers so, yeah but that's what's interesting is what it, what's the evidence the evidentiary support thank you legally blonde mm. Mm. yeah i know that that big term because uh, I feel like numbers can only say so much, and I feel like we're always trying to better ourselves. So what would that measurement be, I guess? So 2020, you have a certain spin rate. If it were to increase by how much of amount, would that be That's the, so, a radar, like something that would go off? So the problem, yeah, so one of the ways that MLB has said they're going to crack down on it and determine whether a, you know, a pitcher is using sticky stuff is by looking at their spin rate and the RPMs. And they came out and said they were going to take the pitcher's career numbers and from StatCast and kind of find a career average and then see if there are any spikes. And if there are any spikes, they're saying that they can go back 
they can retroactively say, okay, in these games we saw these spikes, there must have been you know, some sort of foreign substance used, and therefore we're going to suspend a player or whatever. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is there are players who've been using, I mean, how are you gonna take career numbers and use that to compare right. when there are players that have been using it since college. Yeah. There are players who've been using it for the last four years. There are players who've been using it for the last month. Right? So there's no real accurate way by taking career numbers to determine any sort of spikes. Plus, you can, there are ways with training, um, different, you know, grip strength stuff yeah. where you can increase your spin rate. You right. can train to do that. It, there have been players on the Astros, I know, when they were kind of accused of it a while back, um, who've said that it's just about good coaching right. and you can increase your spin yeah. rate. So there's all sorts of ways that you could do it. And so to just rely on these stat cast numbers, there's so many flaws with it. And it's just, it's, you're gonna struggle to really find, you know, who's using it and who isn't. Not to mention, I think it's important to just point out that I would say like 90% of pitchers use it in the and league. You gave me that, the 90%. And I know Trevor was written, he wrote in the Players' Tribune that he believes it was around the 70 percentile as far as that pitchers yeah. are using this, which is, and things could change over right. time. But the thing that's interesting is, is how people get the like, geek out over grips when it comes to pitching. Mm -hmm. And like, I think we know that that's normal. I mean, even from when I threw my curveball at 12, I know gripping was a big thing. Yeah. You see Pitching Ninja, you see you Darvish, like Pitching, I mean, Pitching Ninja literally right. has a moment, like a momentum podcast dedicated to gripping and stuff like that. So I, I want to know how much of that is involved because like you see you Darvish explaining how he throws his, one of his secondary pitches, but how much of that gripping substance would actually be involved. I'm not accusing you Darvish of using anything, of course. I'm just saying, you know, compared to just using a, a rosin bag to this, what is the... I mean, this the stick is going to increase it significantly. Um, again, you can still, there are ways of, you know, varying your spin rate just based mm -hmm. on different grips. Um, you also have, you know, certain people, somebody's kind of baseline spin rate mm -hmm. might be very drastically different than another person's baseline. Right. So when someone without sticky stuff might be sitting at a higher spin rate than somebody who's using sticky stuff right. just to begin with. So, I mean, that's, it's kind of tricky to, the whole thing just using StatCast is gonna be difficult to crack down on, on pitchers for it. Um, but I think the other problem that, that they're talking about doing is they're trying to figure out, or they're talking about taking random, random balls in the game and testing them. And if there's any foreign substance on it, then they're going to, again, retroactively suspend the, mm -hmm. or I think sus suspension is what they've talked about. I'm not sure what the punishment will be, but there's problems with that. Mm -hmm. How are you going to be able to tell if there's sticky stuff found on that ball? How do you figure out if it came from the pitcher or did it come from the catcher's glove? Or there was pine tar on the bat or something. Exactly. Yeah. Because guess what? I mean, if the, if the bat makes contact. Yeah. It could be from the bat. Yeah. It's legal for the hitter to have it on his bat. Oh, yeah. It's Matt illegal. Olson like, lathers it. Exactly. Yeah. It's legal for the catcher to have it. It's legal. How do you know? Are you going to be able to track down exactly where that ball went? And did the third baseman who yeah. had it on his glove? Because he's allowed to do that. I think you kind of just described an appeal process. Exactly. That could There's going to be 
it's going to be ridden with appeals and yeah. problems and holes in the argument if you're going to try to suspend someone for using sticky stuff. Yeah. I think the other interesting part about them deciding to do it is, it, so initially it was, we're going to turn a blind eye because it's safer for the hitters. Right. But in reality, I mean, I think people are starting to see that there's a huge advantage that, that pitchers get. Mm -hmm. Some would say more than steroids. Or then I think I remember Trevor saying that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was initially, you know, everyone kind of turned a blind eye. Um, but, you know, one of the things I know Bauer has said a lot of, over and over is that it's, look, it's in the rules that it's forbidden, so it's cheating if right. you're using it. Now they're saying, okay, we're going to enforce it. But they're enforcing it not because, from, from what I understand, it's not because they don't want cheating. Right. They're enforcing it because, from how I understand it, they want more action in the game. Correct. And so they think by doing this, it's going to Benefit allow... Benefit the batter? Yeah. And okay. so allow more contact, yeah. right? Instead of guys swinging and missing. And you're going to have more action in the games. So this has nothing to do with, oh, we want, you know, we want the game to be played the right way and we don't want you know, we, we don't want cheating. It's just that they want more action. To me though, I mean, the easiest way to handle all this is just like get rid of the rule. Yeah. Just let them, or you take the ball, spray it, put it through a machine or something, spray it with like a firm grip. So everyone has the same baseball that's sticky enough. And then just let everyone go from there. Yeah. And that's interesting. And what about the thing that I was, I was curious about was the punishment because they haven't even decided if there will be a warning or straight up a big discipline. And I feel... Is it going to be as serious as like PED? I know. Right. That's so it's like, I feel like, and I don't want to like bash what Trevor said. Cause I, I, I don't know the comparison steroids versus this. I couldn't tell you. But what, how would they be able to say that? So say, for instance, they're going to have a sticky substance. For me, just as a, what I'm viewing the game as, I feel like comparing them to steroids is going to be difficult to kind of say. And it gets like when, it, when a guy gets popped right. for marijuana in NFL and then he gets in trouble and he gets suspended a certain amount of games or whatever, people are always going to compare that to domestic violence. Like, oh, he got this amount of, of time. Yeah. So how would they even do that? I don't think it's going to be a, to me, it's not going to be nearly that kind of suspension. I feel like it'll be kind of a slap on the wrist. Yeah. But a pitcher, how would they do that? What, your next start? Because you can't right. say... 20 games because that's how many starts right. so usually they'll do yeah a yeah. couple starts or yeah but you'll be able to appeal it yeah um or you, you have to throw with crisco on your yeah. ball that's just a well, great tuesday night for me so yeah. you want to know what they actually found too if you look at spin rates um when if you look at the numbers the rpms when you use sticky stuff i think there's some sort of so when you start sweating with sticky stuff mm -hmm. combined, it creates this like hydroplaning effect mm -hmm. on it. And so you not only get, so if this is your baseline, this is your average, uh, what your RPMs would be without it. When you use sticky stuff, it goes up this much, right? As it starts to wear off or as you start to sweat more and it, you get more water on your fingers, there's like a hydroplaning effect. So sometimes your RPMs will drop mm -hmm. even more than what your average is. So that change will like, the same pitch that's thrown in the same spot could be if you have the sticky stuff or if you were sweating with yeah. it, it would be, the ball could end up here or here. Yeah. And so think like, how do you hit that as a right. hitter? So there's the like opposite effect too yeah. when you use the sticky stuff yeah. that 
dramatically decreases um, where the ball will go. But I don't know how they're going to handle it. I know if they do try to suspend people or punish anyone, there's going to be an appeal process. You, unlike other sports, you can actually still play yeah. during the appeal. So you don't have to sit at, it's not like. So that, um, I guess I never knew that. Does that actually happen only in baseball? Yeah, so the other one. So, so I, if the NFL, like they were doing an appeal process, they couldn't play. Yeah. Cause like Ramon Laureano got suspended technically, but during the appeal he was still playing. Exactly, yeah. so that's one of the good things that the MLBPA has, yeah. um, you know, put in or you kept in You can strategize it, which is kind of cool. Right. Like have a Ron Laureano sit out when they're playing the Mariners, yeah. but when the Astros are in town, well, yeah, and dude when is it's, playing. Yeah. yeah, so during the appeal process, that's one of the, the benefits of you know baseball is that yeah. you still can play. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see just how, how it plays out. I have a feeling, I mean, look, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be a shit show yeah. if they start to enforce it because people, some like the people's favorite players are are using it. Yeah, people that no one thinks, but they've been using it forever. Yeah, right. Are you just gonna go and suspend all of them? Yeah. Or are you just gonna single out people? Yeah, it's 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 the, like how they approach it is gonna be interesting, and the measurement alone is gonna be right. difficult. I feel. So I th from how I from how I understand it it's still gonna follow the same process of enforcement in terms of the umpires will only check if I think one of the man the opposing manager asks. Uh -huh. So my guess is that's how it's always been. My guess is the opposing managers or both managers, there's gonna be this gentleman's agreement just how it, as it's been up till this point where they don't, you know, you're not gonna go tell them to go check the pitcher when you know your pitchers are using it too. And I hope they keep the gentleman's agreement because that's, that's the shit that I love. Like we get it. And I feel like it's not like steroids where it's like, that's kind of a dick move. This isn't a dick move for me. This is like, this is part of the game. And I genuinely, I couldn't see a casual fan being talked out of the game because in, in referring to this as cheating, I cannot put that in the same sentence as cheating. I feel like there's an advantage there for sure. Cheating is not the right word I would use. Yeah. I, I mean, I look, I agree with you. I think, yeah, there's an advantage. Um, I don't know. I struggle with it because I yeah. think, I don't think people really appreciate, I think they're starting to, I think fans are starting to appreciate more and more the right. advantage that, that comes with it. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, yeah, like just, I mean, all you have to do is just get rid of the rule. Yeah. I don't think it's, if everyone uses it, everyone's on the same I agree. Same playing I field. agree. I agree. And I even feel the same way about steroids too. Like if everybody's doing it, like suck but it, the, suck it up. yeah, the one thing with that I would say is I can see there's like your actual what it does to your body. Yeah. With steroids, whereas yeah. using pine tar is not actually physically For doing sure. anything to your health and For your sure. body. For sure. And the thing that I wanted to ask you about, obviously you're you're a former elite gymnast, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think of like the bars and they're, they're they use the chalk and everything like that. First of all, why, why, what's the chalk for? And does it have anything to do? I mean, you have the, we have the resin bag here. Is it Rosen or resin? resin. What is it? Resin. I don't know what the hell. I was thinking Josh Rosen. You know, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, he could probably use a little bit more than some pine tar help. Uh, but when it comes to that, how did that benefit you? And it feels like that was just, you just dip your hands in there. You're oh my God. Dominique Mucciano doing I it. Hate. And it's also kind of sexy too. Like when the girl like gets ready, it just reminds me of like before a guy goes up to bat. It's like, 
This is my extra stuff. You just make the cloud smoke, LeBron James, that shit, and you Gucci. I don't understand how that's different. Chalk, the chalk bucket in gymnastics always turned into, that was like when you're trying to buy time for yourself and like talk yourself into, you know, if you're scared of like doing we, a skill or something right, right. on bars, you just like, you hang out at the chalk bucket extra that's long. That's it, we're about to fuck shit up. Yeah, or like just trying to delay the inevitable. And right. you're, yeah, I should do that on, get, like, dates. Yeah, you just go to the Go to my bucket. chalk bucket, yeah. like, I'm about to, like... But you put that on, it, it helps. So it helps with, like, gripping the bar. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, usually spray some water if you have grips on. Okay. Cake the chalk on. And, you know, if you're not using grips, you know, you get the chalk on and it helps you, helps you grip. It helps, um, you know, you use it on the balance beam, on floor, vault, sometimes on your feet, just with sweat, because yeah. sweat makes things slippery, so it helps, right. you know, dry it out, stick it a little better. Um, but obviously this is way more, yeah. uh, you know, uh, effective than Yeah, oh, it's chalk, way more but effective. But you, yeah. you couldn't use that on, yeah. on the bars. You need to be able to spin your hands around it. Or I even think about something as simple as, um, like, the, the thumb grips when you'd have to go through papers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That's kind of considered something extra to use to an advantage or like licking your own finger and doing all that. Right. That was obviously pre-COVID kids. Don't do that at home. Yeah. But it's interesting from that dynamic. Uh, what my, the last thing I have is timing. Timing seems a little fishy. Is that have, do you think the timing has a lot to do with maybe the CBA coming up? I think it honestly has to do Collective with bargaining agreement for you kids at home, CBA. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I to me, this is this obsession with baseball trying to make these tiny tweaks to create more action in the game, to uh, make the game a, you know, a little bit quicker. But all these little things make such a minute difference. Can you have a like a drink of your wine? I'm like feeling like an asshole. I'm the only one getting drunk right now. And you're like, this is uh, being recorded like early in the day. Is it early though? Yeah. Is it? It's what time is it right work. here? In New York, it's four o'clock. We're fine. We're almost at five. We're at happy hour in New York. Some of yeah. us have real jobs. Um, kidding. I love you. I talked about balls for 20 seconds at the beginning of this. I couldn't do, do not this. say I don't I have a real job. I could not do this job without you. Like, you carry. You Look carry at Alex's face. Alex, our, <laughs> our producer here is just our, making fun our, of us. Yeah, he's like totally. It's fine. You're, he's loving it, though. He's loving um, it. Because he probably gets like a ball shade out of this. Who knows? He's stoked. He's yeah. stoked. He's, he's going to have some pumped. nice pubes. Yeah, and if, if you're sweaty down there, maybe there's some chalk or something that we can touch up. That maybe, or, yeah. I wonder if they have anything. Maybe here. they include I think it. I just gave them a good idea. Like, maybe like some chalk deodorant to like. Sounds awful, but well, maybe you gotta. Maybe they have to walk up to a chalk bucket before they have to go on a date too. Maybe. Um, what were especially if they're gonna go on a date with me? You gotta get your shit together. So she can go down on you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. The yeah. timing of it, though, I think it's just it's this obsession with making tiny tweaks to make the game better when they're missing the whole bigger picture. Right. This isn't. I, I don't think this is a CBA issue. This is again. Um, this is just them focusing on things that, to be honest, I think don't really matter. Uh -huh. Like there are bigger fish to fry. Huge, like there yeah. are huge issues that they could be focusing on. Right. To me, this is, I mean, I think this is an issue, but get ri just get rid of the rule. Right. Because everyone, I mean, most people are using it anyways. So just get rid of it because we all know, like no one's concerned about like it's cheating, you know, and 
by trying to enforce this, you don't have a good way to actually enforce it, but by trying to hopefully now create more action in the game, that's silly. Yeah. Like, there are better. I mean... Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's weird is one of the changes that I was interested in was the, the shift. Mm-hmm. What do you got on that? Here's what's interesting is I was like, let them, let them move wherever the fuck they yeah. want. However, Buster Posey, who I feel is kind of vanilla, yeah. made a good point, and he's got Brandon Crawford, who I will say right now is probably one of the better defensive shortstops yeah. that doesn't get enough attention. Yeah. And I love watching him dive for a play. And so I like when they can kind of, you know, the shifting, I understand that. But also think about it this way. If you're hitting a ball up the middle, that should be a defensive, that should be a, a, a single to me, unless you have Brandon Crawford or Matt Chapman who can grab anything in the stands. So I get where they're coming from, but I, I also listening to certain people say it, the old, even the old school guys, even like Bob Melvin, who's old school, he embraced, he's embracing a lot of these new changes, which is interesting because the guy's a veteran when it comes to a lot of these things. So I understand where they're coming from, but I feel like a four man outfield every time Joey Gallo goes up to the plate, it's a cute like overall picture. I really love seeing like everybody's in right field when Joey Gallo goes up to the plate. But I also understand. But to me, that's just you created an opportunity for someone now to make an adjustment. The, the players that can make that adjustment when everyone is shifted and they can hit it to the opposite side, like that's where you have guys who stand out. How can you tell, I mean, can you imagine trying to tell, you know, uh, like Belichick that he can't run certain plays yeah. because it's not fair. We got to allow some guys yeah, to but get I, through. I mean, I, I mean use data, when Matt Olson goes up to the plate and that dude bunts, a part of me inside dies. Because you know they're shifting against him. They have to shift against a Matt Olson. They have to shift against a Joey Gallo. And a part of me, like, I get it. It's cute. Like, oh, my God, he bunted on it. That's also, like, some Sandlot bullshit. So I, I understand both sides Why of it. Why are you hating on Sandlot? Sandlot's a... It's, like, not even the best baseball movie. Thank you. It's a good baseball movie. It is it's not the best. It's my favorite. Okay. That's what's, a, your, what's your favorite? For Love of the Game. Because Kevin Costner with like playing baseball and they actually stay true to the actual game itself. And there's a love story. RIP Kelly Preston. I'm still a Sandlot girl. Is that your favorite through. baseball movie? Yeah, probably. What's your second? Um, I don't even know. It's Cause like, I feel like there's either good, there's good baseball movies yeah. and then just good like movies that like have baseball involved. Um, like the press, like the press, the press premise is the word. What's the, I'm, why am I blinking on the name of it? But, um, with, um, Durham, Bulls. Oh, Bull Durham. Bull Durham. It's like, okay. I think that's like an, why oh, did I forget the name? It's an, uh, what's that okay. movie with like Bull Durham? I, I think it's, cause I think it's very spot on with how the minor leagues is. Yeah. I don't know. I was kind of like not into it. Susan Sarandon's character was like annoying. I mean, that's how I feel. Uh, yeah. About yeah. A lot of like Those that, that yeah, character yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. in general. Yeah. Well, mama, we fucking did a live taping. Yeah, we did. In live. I need to stop saying live because it's not in live. Person. In person. So cheers to you. Cheers. And I love you so much. I love you and too. And I'm so glad you we're here together. Same.